Fake Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 113. Hello, welcome, fake friends. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Tell us. It's going well. Yes. Yeah. Going well here. Yeah. Glad to be back. We've... uh, had a little adventure since last we were on the air we uh, went to the rock and roll hall of fame we did that was a fun adventure i've never been to ohio before so that yeah. was a new state what'd you think it was a lot like new york <laughs> it really was it was pretty <laughs> much like alternate reality buffalo that's kind of what cleveland was mm-hmm. i kept seeing little things that reminded me of buffalo um which was really strange but it's it's actually twice the size of buffalo uh, we did some research. I, we did some research. We did some. I had to know because I was like, this place feels bigger. And in fact, uh, I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, visually it seems larger, but let me do some research <laughs> and just confirm what my eyes are seeing. Let's confirm my theories. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. It was great. And so in like alternate reality, Cleveland. So Cleveland has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Buffalo has a giant cemetery where Rick James is buried. So, so similar. Similar. Very similar. Different. <laughs> so come be a tourist in Buffalo is what we're trying to say. We've got lots of history, a big cemetery that includes Rick James. What more could you ask for? Yeah, exactly. You know, we've also got some other cool stuff. So uh. if you're actually interested, just hit us up. <laughs> but yeah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Cleveland were, were it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. We um, it, it uh, we stayed in this hotel that used to be. It's like one of the first shopping malls uh, in the U.S. And uh, so it definitely had that look to it. Like it looked like an old like picture how a mall is set up. So you right. have several floors. You see doors into shops, and you can see down through. And that's exactly what this place was set up, but it felt old timey and also kind of felt like all those doors uh, that went into the each each of the rooms uh, felt like it was like a detective office. So right. like it felt like you were walking to like several floors of film noir. <laughs> right. It's like, is the second floor all old timey detectives with shuttered windows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do they all have a dame walking in? And yeah. There she was. <laughs> I thought I mean, what was great about being at the at this mall from the from the early 1900s is that we got to go to the original Hot Topic, <laughs> which was so cool. We did, we did. Uh, <laughs> the original Gloria Bean uh, <laughs> coffee uh, was unfortunately closed. Oh, uh, Gloria Bean! <laughs> is that what it's called? Oh, the Gloria Jean. I oh, believe. Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Bean is something very different. It is. Uh, <laughs> You're thinking of Glorious Bean. It's on the fourth floor. 
It's a legume. Yes. <laughs> it's it's like it's kind of like gap for legumes. Sure. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. yeah. All the legumes there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really cool place to to stay. Um, couldn't recommend that enough. Yeah, they also gave the, us It's called the Arcade. Yeah, that's what it is. Look it Sorry, I couldn't yeah. remember it was cool. what it was called. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I did all the booking, so I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You didn't know the specifics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. And then we uh we found this sort of uh speakeasy feeling bar cuz we were want- we went to dinner we were like we don't want to stick around this place too much because there was just too many people and uh, a lot of people vaping too it was a lot like, it was a lot I get to out of here with. with that <laughs> with that fruity mist going everywhere <laughs> that was so 2010 <laughs> i don't know um and uh so we yeah it was it was too much and so we went back near to where our hotel was and uh we found like this speakeasy is sort of feeling bar it was underground we had to check in with someone to make sure it was okay to go downstairs. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I did because I'm very polite. I was I didn't want to just you know. I was about to barge in like, well, we're, excuse we, me, sir. Drinks need to be had. We we approach speakeasies very differently. <laughs> you, you speak easy. I speak I hard. Tread, I tread lightly. You speak easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that was cool. We had a couple different cocktails. Yeah. And the Hall of Fame was great. Like we had uh, lots of cool stuff there, no matter what kind of uh, what era or genre of music you're into. But uh, saw some really neat stuff. So I'd definitely recommend going there if you're in the area. Yeah, I love a museum. Uh, they're fantastic. Kevin and I always have a good time uh, checking out anything. But uh, I, I'm not really sure what my favorite part was. But in the very beginning, there was the origins of rock and roll, and I was like, ah. Uh, Oh, okay. Like this is all the stuff that I like. (laughs) 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 So it was like old blues, like some bluegrass, like stuff like that, that I really enjoy listening to jazz, um, and stuff like that. And, uh, I was like, this is pretty cool. And then once I got into like modern rock, it's not, there's like some that I like, but yeah, there were like, when you got to like stuff from modern era, it was, it was things that I didn't know of or people i was like who is this and like what like how are they and like why is there a a shirt from this person on the wall i don't know who that is you know what i didn't realize was how how short of period of time that the rock and roll hall of fame has been around um i mean you were excited to see depeche mode and you feel like they're well deserved to be in the hall of fame sure yeah absolutely why not but there are lots of other uh, musicians uh, who are not in the Hall of Fame and it, it seems insane to me that they're not there. Like, I feel like Dolly Parton has probably paved the way for a lot of different things. I feel like she should be yeah. in there. Um, but considering that the Hall of Fame has only been around since, what, the 80s? I think so. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think it was like the 80s. Yeah. So, uh, they need to step up their game. I know, start I know. Start initiating some of these people who deserve to be in there. Yeah, there's some classics that we're, we're surprised they weren't, weren't involved. I don't, I don't really know. We could have taken time to read about what the induction uh, criteria was. They had a big display of it, but we didn't want to look at that. There was other cool stuff to look at there. Yeah, there were. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out if you're in the area. Very cool place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was some cool, uh, like I love Depeche Mode and certainly uh, they contributed to 
modern music in the last 30 years of uh, whatever. But um, certainly like Dolly Parton or just, or even Weird Al Yankovic is not in there, but he was a name that had yeah. scrolled by as like someone that was possibly going to be nominated this year. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, and people are at home are probably like, Weird Al, like that's who you go to. Yes, he was, he's a classic. He is deserving. Um, but uh, yeah, very the, deserving. <laughs> but they had like a whole section of like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, like of a, course, like a set, like just instruments that the Beatles had uh, rec- had recorded with or had written songs on. There was a folder that was marked confidential that supposedly included all of the legal agreements when the Beatles dissolved their partnership. So it was kind of cool. They like that see that in there. Um, cause who doesn't love a legal, uh, briefing, uh, behind a glass case? I mean, that's like the greatest thing about museums. <laughs> um, uh, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> a rare gem, Kev. But there was cool stuff. Like there was Joey Ramone's jacket or Kurt Cobain's guitar or like, you know, uh, the, a guy, a shirt from somebody from the clash or the, a broken instrument from the clash and just all kinds of cool stuff or Prince or, or Michael Jackson or yeah. the Supremes, um, Joan Jett. Jo- out, different outfits that were worn on stage. Yeah. Blondie was something about Blondie, all the members of mm-hmm. Blondie, all the outfits they had. Public enemy. Public enemy. There's a whole thing, a whole section of hip hop. They had a whole giant thing of public enemy stuff. Like just like flavor Flav's clock, like Terminator X's jacket, like Chuck D's hat. Like it was in like, handwritten lyrics to fight the power that Chuck D had scribbled down scroll handwritten lyrics to fight the power that Chuck D had scribbled down you know just like in Elvis Costello lyrics and just so much I know very different but they were near each other uh, it's just so cool and I can't they, had re- it, they had it broken down by like uh, I'm sorry I cut you off um, did you want to continue no no okay. go ahead uh, there they had music broken down by regions around the world which i thought was a really great way to showcase different sounds that different places have so like you know like seattle versus new york or london um and that uh, that's so cool i I really love that and i love seeing the different bands you're like oh yeah like this is perfect and then at one point we're kind of rounding the bend and you were like oh london's coming up there i can see uh, you know, <laughs> I, I can't remember what band know, you I can't said, remember what I saw, but, yeah. uh, and we were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I want to, um, touch base on the Beatles display really quick. So when we, um, were looking at the Beatles display, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, John Lennon used to write this thing called the daily howl, um, which was really fun. And it used to be like a little newsletter that he would do and then it include um, fake ads that he would write, <laughs> which I thought was so funny and uh, immediately made me think of like uh, the like-mindedness of, of fake headlines, I guess, yeah. of like how silly this show is and like John Lennon would have that similar sort of thing, but on print and he would do it in grade school. It was just something <laughs> that he would do was create these sort of fake fake news stories that's really great and, yeah. that, and, and a lot of people have called us the Beatles of the the Lennon and McCartney of podcasting <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> they, they sure have although I think they meant Thomas Lennon from the state and Charlie McCartney the dummy and I think I'm the dummy <laughs> 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 
love you. <laughs> I got my my tiny shorts on, uh, like <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's super cool. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Do like a fake radio show or anything like that? You probably didn't do anything like that. Or like a fake TV show or anything in your room? I didn't have... An imagination? I was going to say friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was a solo affair. I mean, I, I used to do like a fake radio show in my room when I was a kid. So without friends, I didn't have friends. That's why I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll show you. I'll have my own broadcast. I'll have my friend of news. <laughs> so yeah. And then we, we got back from the hall of fame and then the following weekend we went and saw a baseball game with some friends. So yeah. It's been a summer of baseball. Summer of baseball. Yeah. It's you been a good what, time. You know what I like to call myself? I like to call myself the boy of summer. Did you ever hear that phrase? Uh, that's a brand new phrase that no one's ever used before. It's it is. It's the Katie original. <laughs> yeah, we've had a good time. So, but yeah, good to be back and uh, back in the groove here, and good to be back in the studio for episode one thirteen. So, folks, if you've never listened before, uh, thank you for joining us tonight, and thanks for all those uh, longtime listeners for tuning in again. Uh, what we do every week here on Fake Headlines podcast is we have each gone our own way online and found a wacky story that tickled our fancy, a strange headline that made us look twice. And then we decided to come up with a couple of equally bizarre headlines of our own imagination. And we then pitch each other three headlines and we try to guess which story is real of the three. And we use the headlines as a way to just get into a wacky conversation and see what happens. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much it. That wraps it up. And Tiffany, I believe that if I look at the scoreboard, you are going first this week. So Tiffany, please hit me with your three headlines. Okay. Headline number one. A cat led a rescue team to an 83-year-old woman who had fallen down a ravine. Aw. A cat led a rescue team to an 83-year-old woman who had fallen down a ravine. (laughs) Headline number two. Cloud-watching photo allegedly captures mysterious face. Oh. Cloud watching photo allegedly captures a mysterious face. Oh. oh. What could it be? And headline number three Pizza cones push out fried dough for the number one spot of fair food faves. <laughs> Pizza cones? Yeah. Oh. Push out fried dough for the number one spot of fair food faves. Wow. Mm hmm. Interesting. I want to know more about them pizza cones. <laughs> but first, we got some talk, some business to take care of. Some other business. Some other business. So, headline number one, Tiffany, you're telling me that a cat led a rescue team to a woman who, a woman, to a woman who was 83 years old and fell in a ravine. She fell down a ravine. I almost said she fell down an 80 foot long ravine. I knew that was wrong. I don't think she would survive that. An 80 foot ravine. You no. never know. You never know. You never know. You never know what's at the bottom of that ravine. If she's 80-something years old, she's probably survived some wars. She's probably a tough old bitty. That's true. That is true. You know? She's not. That would be a horrible fall for anybody, Tiffany. Oh. <laughs> I like your positivity, though. Positivity. Positivity. So a yeah. cat led... So was it her cat or just a a rescue cat? To the self- it's just, it was just a stray cat just walking <laughs> by like, what's that there? What? Oh, well, I think I just saw an old lady fall down a ravine. I must tell someone at once. <laughs> to the 
car. <laughs> of course that cat drives. Why not? It's Toonsis. <laughs> the cat who rescued an old lady. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, was it her cat? Is it just a... I like to think of it as just a like a vigilante cat that just goes about looking for things to rescue on its own. Just a stray cat strutting around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm the cool cat looking to rescue people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at rhyming or coming up with songs, but I'll rescue you from a ravine. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm imagining that the, uh, I imagine Jazz Cat, a stray cat, Uh with a little thing around its neck. You know how like St. Bernard's would carry like alcohol in the French Alps? Mm-hmm. As they rescued skiers, I imagine there's a cat with like a a barrel of liquor on the collar. Just but just case. a shot. That's a really small, all you need, right? Right, because they tried to carry a heavier one, and, and then the cat just kind of spun around in a yeah. circle and was kind of yeah. stuck to the ground. It was very embarrassing, mm-hmm. uh, humiliating for the cat. Um, yeah. It was their big moment. Um, <laughs> Everyone knows that cats are already front heavy. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> cats generally have the least junk in the trunk, I think, of the, animals. The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to think that that was a, maybe it was her cat. Maybe they were out for a stroll mm-hmm. in the cat room. I mean, cats have done other miraculous things before. They've like dialed nine one one nine one one for mm-hmm. their fallen uh, mm-hmm. human guardians. Yeah. So why I've not? Definitely heard of that. So do you think the cat fell into the ravine, or just obs- or maybe the cat was like a jerk and like tripped the lady and then like went and got help? Yeah. And then that, uh, trying to make itself look good. Yeah, prankster cat. Prankster cat trying to get oh look at me I saved this lady they actually caused the problem and then it's very godlike. Look out now, look who's coming down the street. It's Prankster Cat. Prankster Cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a jerk. Meow and then you ow because uh, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Prankster Cat sounds like a, a real terrible cat. I'm a jerk. Yeah. Um, I w- would like to hope that is not the case. Uh, yeah, I think we're... I, th- I think we're personifying this cat in a way that's unflattering and not true to its real spirit of wanting to rescue humans. I mean, this is an element that we haven't considered that maybe, maybe a dog pushed her down the ravine and then the cat was like, I know how to be the real hero and get Fido right on out of here. Exactly. I want to get that dog put down. Yeah. The ravine. Not, no, Uh, no. uh, (laughs) You thought, oh. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Prankster d- cat takes it too far. <laughs> Prankster cat. <laughs> you should see what he did to them mouse. <laughs> They'll never find the bodies. Prankster cat, you've taken it too far again. <laughs> when will your reign of terror end? I don't know if I should praise you or spade you. <laughs> 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 That's right, ladies. I'm praised in spade. <laughs> oh, no. It's like the fawns of cats. <laughs> well, that would be neutered, but yep. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's all right. Be, well, whatever. You can have a, a prankster cat can certainly be spayed or neutered. Prankster cat can do whatever whatever prankster cat wants to do. Yeah. Prankster cat is for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it sounds like in this story, regardless of the backstory of the cat, probably a hero. <laughs> probably a hero. <laughs> People don't give credit enough to those cats who are heroes. Yeah. Those those unsung spade warriors out there mm-hmm. saving humanity. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. So you think the lady survived? I mean, were they able to get there in time? You hope so. I mean, how would a cat get yeah. lure like the authorities? Uh... I mean, I mean, we've experienced our cat yelling. Yeah, that's true. At the top of her lungs. It's likely that this cat acquired a a, a megaphone mm-hmm. and alerted the authorities <laughs> in such a manner that they, oh. it was hard to ignore. Maybe the person fell down the ravine and they had like one of those like life alert necklaces on. The cat was able to... They just imagine like a little paw pressing the button down. Yeah. And alerted authorities that way. That's how it led people to the ravine. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It activated the GPS, f- the functionality. Yeah. Or like you said, it could have gone to, maybe they weren't that far from authorities, able to cry and then like lure them over to the lady. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you slice it. It sounds like a successful uh, story in my, in my book. Yeah, absolutely. Prankster cat. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> You little scamp. <laughs> Headline number two, Kevin, cloud watching photo allegedly captures a mysterious face. Man. So like a face in like in the clouds or yeah. just like a, a, just someone photobombed a picture of a cloud somehow. It could be, uh, made of a cloud or in the clouds. Yeah. What if it was like a, oh. well, if you saw a face from earth in the sky, it must be a giant face. No one said it's from Earth. Well, a cloud. I mean, a cloud watching photo. I imagine it's, I imagine someone's aiming a camera up at a cloud. Yeah. So it would have to be a giant face. Yeah. For us to be able to see it, it'd have to be gigantic. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like a gigantic ghost in the sky? It might be. Was it God? It might be. Hmm. I feel like God would make a bigger production of it i feel like god's probably pretty dramatic yeah, i think god would make a big to do yeah if he showed up it would or be she, like whatever god it, is it would be like the equivalent to like prince ali and aladdin <laughs> you know like there would be like a lot of marching involved probably yeah. some musical numbers i imagine yeah i imagine it'd be like the beginning of like an awards show where there's like a song like a song yeah. and dance absolutely number, you know? yeah absolutely and then maybe like a topical monologue mm-hmm. like well let's see what's happened what's changed since last i was here okay looks like we got uh yeah that we got cars now all right cars, cars. did not it took you long coming. enough boy uh, We've been flirting with the wheel up there in heaven for for a millennia. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, just wait till they fly around. Uh, uh, you'll get there one day. One or maybe day. not. That explains why I'm here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. It turns out the things are, I'm shutting it down. <laughs> um, I, I sold you guys off. I'm sorry. <laughs> things are getting tough up there. You think the economy's bad on this planet. Whoa. <laughs> So where do you see the next one? Uh, I had to put him for a PPP loan. <laughs> What's a PPP loan in heaven? <laughs> Just curious. I don't know. In case I need to apply. <laughs> that's presumptuous of me. That's that's four P's. Four P's? Presumptuous. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think God would make a big God would make a big to do. I think if uh, mm-hmm. when they show up. Yeah. 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 
I mean, it should be bigger than like uh, there's there should be like trailers for God's arrival. You know what I mean? Like, like the, just in anticipation, like a summer blockbuster is about to happen. Like it's yeah. happening. There's like a there's like a, some kind of social media campaign. There's lots of posters. I feel like there's got to be a big if it just happens like on a random Tuesday, it's gonna feel like a weird letdown. Like this is what I did on the last day. Well, I, I mean, I, I feel like uh, you have to look for the signs, don't you? Uh, but we're not that smart. Yeah, well, we can't put stuff together. I mean, if you if you like, I, I'm not particularly religious, but they say if you if you pray and ask God for food, then He'll send you a fish. But you just have to learn how to do it. You know. Well, that's awfully rude to the people that need fish right away. <laughs> that aren't that just aren't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean maybe what are the other possibilities is is it possibly a photo bomb like you had said yeah could be maybe 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 it was that guy maybe it's that guy have you seen this article i don't know if you've seen this article yeah i have no oh well there you go uh there's a there's been a sightings uh, i think we've talked about this in personal in our personal lives there's been sightings of a guy with a jetpack flying around los angeles yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, it, it just happened again recently where pilots in the that area called in on their hotline, <laughs> whatever, and reported... I am a pilot on the hotline. Hello, <laughs> Hello. what's your emergency? <laughs> pilot 911, what can we help you with? I'd like to report a UFO. Not again, Carl. Please hang up. Um, but it's the... I think it's an unidentified flying asshole <laughs> that's for the guy in the jetpack i think you're i think your asshole would be on fire yeah if you had fire shooting would, out of a jetpack <laughs> i think your whole lower body would just be on fire yeah <laughs> probably but yeah it could be that guy flying around um it could be just an optical illusion as things will happen when you look at clouds Did you ever spend a lot of time staring at clouds <laughs> Of course. <laughs> well, I wasn't busy making radio shows in my bedroom, Kevin. I was outside laying, enjoying nature. Oh, wow. Looking at the clouds, admiring them. <laughs> seeing all the faces. That's it. You were like a little uh, <laughs> like a little hippie. And, and now I'm a big hippie. And now you're a big hippie. <laughs> so many times I'm like, where's Tiffany? Oh, she's outside staring at the clouds again. Oh, there she is. Head Boy, in the clouds. She get her inside. It's uh, yeah. the middle of winter. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, uh, it could be an optical illusion. I never really spent a lot of time staring at clouds too much. Occasionally. I think everybody does it to some degree. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because they're pretty. They're fascinating. It's one of those things that we just can't touch, you know? Like MC Hammer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe that's the cloud that was seen. Wow. <laughs> I just imagine looking up the clouds and seeing MC Hammer <laughs> do, <laughs> doing that crab dance to the side. Like, oh, yeah. well, that was unusual. <laughs> Hello, Pilot 911. I'd like to report MC Hammer floating in the sky. <laughs> somehow doing that crab dance at 10,000 feet, and uh, it's freaking us out. <laughs> Someone needs to explain this immediately. Carl, please stop calling Pilot 911. <laughs> this is for serious inquiries only. <laughs> oh, Carl. I like that it's Pilot 911. <laughs> they couldn't come up with another rescue number. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
Well, you can't use your phone in the sky, so Pilot 911 is wide open for yeah. pilots. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So pizza cones. Yeah, pizza cones push out fried dough for the number one spot of fair food phase. So what's a pizza cone? Is it like a piece of pizza wrapped into a cone? But then it must have like a crispy crust. And it must be held together somehow. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting like hungry and turned on at the same time. That's <laughs> par for the course for you. <laughs> Just another afternoon for me. <laughs> a pizza cone, a wrapped hot cone of pizza. Is it just like a regular pizza rolled up? But then what do you put inside of it? Do you stick something inside of it? This is where it gets exciting. You do. What is it? More cheese, pepperoni, meatballs. <gasps> you know what it is? I figured it out. This is what I would do if I was coming up with a pizza cone. If they told me, Kevin, come up with a pizza cone right now, it'd be a slice of pizza rolled into a cone shape. You're with me. And then you put meatballs in instead of scoops of ice cream. You put in like two meatballs and then you drizzle it with more sauce and then sprinkle some cheese on top like sprinkles. And then you bake it so it's all kind of crispy. Mm. Oh, I'm going to need, need a minute. Okay. Yeah. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're sweating already. I feel like I've just eaten an entire pizza cone. <laughs> I'm like sweating yet famished. It's a strange situation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really pictured it. I was right there with you along yeah. the ride. I feel like having a cigarette right now. This is how... <laughs> <laughs> how exciting that wow. was. Um, would you would you pick a pizza cone over fried dough? I absolutely would. Fried yeah. dough's been around forever, man. It's just fried dough. It's a classic. It's a classic, but I, can, I feel like I can get that anywhere. Where pizza cone... Well, I mean, if it's knocked out the number one... If it's the new number one food, then I'm assuming it probably is available in more locations. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but that sounds more, see, a pizza cone sounds like it could be a, a full meal replacement or a meal, I guess I should say, whereas it's like not a, a shake, <laughs> you put the pizza cone in the blender. Uh, it, no, but I imagine like a, like a fried dough doesn't feel like lunch. Yeah. Whereas it feels like a dessert uh-huh. or something that tied you over until you find the pizza cone stand. Or it's just something that you just eat because you have to, and you're at the fair. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. But pizza cone sounds amazeballs. Yeah. What do you think it is? What do you, what, what is it? I, I imagine it's like pizza dough that is cooked to look like a waffle cone. Okay. And then it has. I hadn't even considered that. Your, just like a thin layer of sauce on mm. the inside. And then you know uh, various uh toppings that you might want in there so like my favorite pizza toppings are always like onions broccoli mushrooms there's probably going to be some cheese in there maybe some sort of sausage Mm. you know Mm -hmm. you got some cheese Mm. just like melted on top yeah your your visual of it was was like it was very exciting. That's what? exactly what a cone should look like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it sounds, it sounds pretty delicious. But I, w- I would probably opt. Yours, yours would require, require a, a bowl on the side. Uh, mine would be one that I could just eat straight cone, you know, like you yeah. do with actual ice cream. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I was trying to figure out a way to sort of crispen it up so you could hold on to it. Because otherwise, it would be sort of a softer cone, and I don't know if that would be as appealing. Right. Yeah, you don't want a soft cone. No, you want a hard cone. Or, or, like you have the cone, and like it's a thicker crust, mm. and then, um, but it still has like maybe the markings of a waffle cone on the outside, mm, mm-hmm. and then the inside has like cheese and veggies and all of that. Maybe it's more of like a calzone yeah, deal. You're talking about a calzone, a portable calzone, a portable calzone that's like open ended but looks like an <laughs> ice cream cone, and then you are able to like pour sauce on top like a hot fudge sort of deal and then you you know like you said sprinkle it with cheese that sounds good too yeah maybe you know what too maybe we're looking at it the wrong way maybe the pizza cone is the waffle cone Mm -hmm. okay but then instead of filling it with cheese and and savory cheese uh, it's actually like a pizza flavored ice cream that go like a soft serve absolutely pizza flavor, like a tomatoey fluffiness, mm-hmm. ice cold of course, mm-hmm. with maybe some freeze dried pepperoni inside of the ice cream. Yeah, and then sprinkles that are sausage flavored. Uh, sure. And <laughs> trying to see if I can. You look like you you seriously do look sick right now, and I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so gross. <laughs> I like I can't bring myself to um even try gazpacho because I can't I can't I can't imagine. You can't. I just can't, you can't. just can't. Like I don't even like V8. I know I'm not going to like cold oh, vegetable soup. Yeah. No matter how deliciously pureed and flavored it is. I just can't can't do it yeah, so i know jarring. that i'm i'm not gonna like another frozen cold savory yeah situation that's supposed to be sweet and delicious i feel like savory has to be hot unless it's potato chips yeah you're right well, savory can never be cold savory can never be below room temperature how about that yeah i think that's i think there's something to that mm-hmm because I think when you start going below room temperature, it gets weird. It gets weird. It gets weird when it's savory. <laughs> but sweet can go in either direction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's far superior. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you, might, I think you might be right. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> oh, I do, I do want to try. I would eat that. But I've, of course, only if it was vegan, I would eat it. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm sure most fairs have lots of vegan options. I oh, absolutely. Assume, right? Yeah. Everywhere. The does. fair is an open-minded place for diets mm-hmm. and, you know, trying things mm-hmm. that are healthy. Yeah. <laughs> vegan doesn't automatically mean healthy. There's lots of junk food. Yeah, that's true. Most vegan food is just junk food. Not most of it, but a lot of it. Most There's stuff you can, yeah. The stuff you buy in the stores. Yeah. It's like, hey, how about a vegan mozzarella stick or how about a vegan fried chicken or how about a vegan ball of lard it's like uh, okay I don't so know. so what's the difference between that and not vegan food nothing just yeah. the animals just uh, the animals that's it yeah so kevin so kevin one of these headlines is real oh these are tough so a cat rescuing a lady mm-hmm. we had a cloud face and mm-hmm. a pizza cone mm-hmm hmm Yeah, these are all tough. These are tough. I'm not sure which one is real. 
Uh, I'm going to go, and this is a 100% guess. I'm just going to pick one because I honestly don't know which one is real. Is the cloud one is the real story. Kevin, that is a fake headline. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm going to go with number one as the real story. Kevin. Yes. That is a real headline. <laughs> You're a tricker. Pizza cone? It's not real. It is real. Pizza Wait. cone is a real thing. And I had to look it up because I was thinking about fairs. Like uh, there was a whole process that I went through <laughs> and I Googled it and uh-huh. pizza cones are real and they really? do serve them at the Erie County Fair. They're real. Look, okay. No way. Look up a picture of a pizza cone. Oh my gosh. I, this is important because I was actually really excited to share this with you that this is a real thing. So, and maybe it's something we could try and make sometime. Yeah. So what was it? Um, it looks like, it looks like a grate. I want to eat that. Like, I think we could probably wow. make some sort of fun oh, version of yeah, it. That could be, that could easily be made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, that looks good. I know. I want it now. I was really excited to share that with <laughs> you, so that awesome. that's a real thing. I had no idea. I know you love pizza. And cones. I love cones. And, and cones. You know, I'm always <laughs> traffic cones. Dunce. Dunce caps. Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> Cone and O'Brien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the rescue cat so this is really exciting i actually saw this like the day like a couple days after we recorded our last episode and i was like oh my god <laughs> um because this does sound like something that spilled out of your imagination i know exactly <laughs> <laughs> so this article is from npr a cat led a rescue team to an 83-year-old woman who had fallen down a ravine. Mm. Normally, it's dogs who receive attention for their heroic acts. Now, it's a cat's turn. Right? <laughs> Thanks to one frantic feline, an 83-year-old woman in Cornwall, England, who had fallen down a ravine, was found and rescued. Her pet, a black cat named Pirin, had meowed relentlessly at the at the point where she'd fallen leading a neighbor who'd help help search crews right Aww. to her Aww. now members of the team are calling the cat of hero without the cat waiting at the gate to that field it could have been hours later that i or anyone else could have checked there the neighbor tomorrow long we are told sky news black cats are usually considered bringers of bad luck but the circumstances over the weekend couldn't have been more fortunate. Police say the woman survived. She survived. Wow. A 70-foot fall. No way. Down a steep ravine in the corner of a cornfield near her home. Oh, man. So you, see, got to keep the positivity, Kat. Yeah, you're right. I thought that lady was a goner. Yeah, 70 foot. Wow. That's so insane. Um, her cat's persistent call meant that rescue crews were able to locate her, hoist her up on a stretcher and get her to the hospital and in a stable condition. Aww. and the cat saved the day, police wrote in a Facebook post. And what did the cat get for his heroic efforts? According to a comment by Longmuir, he has received plenty of treats. Oh boy. Um, I wonder if, I want to see if I can see this Facebook post. 
So this afternoon, officers from Bodmin were at, were tasked to conduct a search for an, a missing 83-year-old female. The female was located by a member of the public who had spotted the cat the female's cat meowing at the corner of a large maize field near her home address. The elderly female had fallen approximately 70 feet down a steep embankment with incredibly difficult access and uneven terrain. Cornwell fire and rescue service were in attendance along with their specialist water rescue team, Cornwall and air ambulance and swast. Not sure what that stands for. And the female was hoisted back up, under the field and a stretcher via line rescue. She was then taken to the hospital via, via air ambulance in, in a stable condition. The cat saved the day. Whilst the lady is, uh, this was an update that was later posted. Whilst the lady concerned is still currently receiving care. She's in good spirits and being well looked after. We've managed to obtain a photo of a hero of himself. Thanks Tamir. <laughs> they have pictures of the rescue on their um, Facebook page. Look at this beautiful black cat. Oh, little hero. Yeah. You could be a hero. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty terrific. This does look like quite a steep terrain. Wow. Yeah. That um, they rescued her from. And I, you know, I I love a happy story. I love a happy story. And I love um, when animals are heroes in a situation. I think that they're much more perceptive and much more intelligent than than people give them credit for. Um, And this cat clearly cares for uh, his person. So I th- I think that's really great. Yeah, me too. And I'm sorry I doubted that old lady. I ca- I can't. You know she she's tough. She's one. She tough is cookie. tough. She is one to. You know what, prankster cat? I think you met your match. Sorry, I thought that lady was a goner, but she's okay. I couldn't have been more wronger. I'm prankster cat, and I'm gonna go now. See you next week on the podcast show. And we'll be right back after these words. Boy, am I parched. But do I want coffee or soda? Why not have both? What? Who are you? Ah, don't worry about me. I'm here to tell you that with Marcola coffee syrup, you can have both. What? Well, tell me how. Well, for example, Marcola coffee soda is made with Marcola coffee syrup, sparkling water, and a twist of lemon. Wow. That sounds like a real flavor journey. It is. Go to drinkmarcola.com for this recipe and more. Wow. Thanks, random guy. Everybody loves the coffee soda. Everybody loves to drink Marcola. And we're back (laughs) after a technical mishap. All good. Uh, So, Tiffany, I believe uh, I believe it's time for me to give you my three headlines. It is. All right. (laughs) Well, here we go. Headline number one: Fussy Goose steals breakfast soup. That's right. Fussy Goose steals (laughs) breakfast soup. Fussy Goose. Breakfast soup. Breakfast soup. Headline number two, the Navy invented a device to prevent people from talking. Oh. <laughs> the Navy invented a device to prevent people from talking. Mm-hmm. And headline number thrice, magician turned burglar taunts police. Magician turned burglar taunts police. <laughs> <laughs> is it prankster cat 
<laughs> slinking around on the roof of this building, gonna jump right in and steal stuff from you. He used to do magic, but that got really lame. Turns out people don't really like magic anymore. So I went ahead and switched careers, and now I'm a burglar cat. I'm prankster cat. <laughs> I thought you were going to rhyme lame with David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much better. Um, but I also had forgotten he existed. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's the person in this article. <laughs> I think <laughs> Remember me, police <laughs> I'll show you. I think David Blaine is like in like a silicone cough or not silicone. I think I think David Blaine is in like a glass coffin. <laughs> silicone like a, coffin is very different. <laughs> yes, it is. I think I was thinking acrylic and I got my fab my I got my chemicals wrong. Uh I believe <laughs> I think David Blaine started a stunt on TV like 12 years ago and everyone just left and forgot and left him there. Like you should really put out an all points bulletin for David Blaine. I don't know where he is. (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. (laughs) Is he the one that made, um, that one hotel disappear in Las Vegas? No, that's another mind freak. Chris Angel. Chris, Chris, I was called him Chris Cross, and I was like, that's not right. That's very different. That's very different. <laughs> we definitely, we were a couple of mind freaks for a while. We were watching that show on the regular. For, uh, this is like very early in our relationship. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because I thought you loved magic, so I would always put that show that's on. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was cool. It's fascinating. I mean, as a kid, I I was really like, I loved watching David Copperfield. I thought that was so cool. I thought it was the absolute shit. Uh, It was just like neat. Like I remember Mm. watching him making like the helicopter disappear. Right. Right. Statue of Liberty. Didn't he do the Statue of Liberty as well? Maybe. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. (laughs) Um, But then I grew up. Ouch. Magic. It is fascinating. I do have to say that magic is very fascinating and how the human brain works and how we're easily, uh, not easily deceived, but I guess that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. It is. Well, well let's, let's put we'll a pin save on, it. Yeah. That's... Let's put a pin on that one for now. Unless you want to talk about that article now. No, it's okay. Okay. Well, let's go back to the top then. Let's talk about a fussy goose. A fussy goose steals a fussy goose. breakfast soup. Um, first of all, I think all geese are probably a bit fussy, don't you think? I would imagine so. Yeah. Unless uh, I misread it. Maybe it said fuzzy goose. Uh, it's no, probably fussy. fussy. Okay. It's probably fussy. Maybe, maybe that is also the name of the goose. The fussy goose. Yeah. A, it sounds like a, like a place you would get a martini at. <laughs> I'm going to head down to the old, uh, fussy goose. fussy goose later on. I hope we see you down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's two for one martinis. You really embodied whatever character you were. They've also, now. they've also got pizza cones. Buy one, get one. I love a good bogo. <laughs> I just became like a business businessman. I'm like rubbing my chest. Do businessmen like rub a, their chest? Yeah, like a douchey businessman. This is what I, I should be doing this at work. I should be sitting in my chair like this, rubbing my chest while I'm on Zoom calls. Is it cool if I do that too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I think those are like pay-per-view Zooms oh. you're doing. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, it's my uh, OnlyFans account. <laughs> That's my actual job. <laughs> <laughs> my OnlyFans are actually geese. <laughs> That's my big demo right there. They love me for some reason. <laughs> Your handle is Fussy Goose. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like you know how humans are really into like just watching like a camera on like a bird nest. Uh huh. Like geese just like to watch me. Yeah, for webcam. some reason. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They like it. <laughs> They're fussy, but then they like what they like. So the I, fussy goose. I have a, a part B question to this. What the hell is uh, breakfast soup? <laughs> I don't know. What is breakfast soup? Is it like, I mean, you mentioned, gazpa- I mean, ironically, you mentioned gazpaccio like 10 <laughs> minutes ago. I don't know if it's something like that, but with breakfast flavors. Ooh, no, that can't be. That sounds gross. Is it like grits? Like watery well, grits? It could be like a soup. Maybe it's like a, a breakfast minestrone where there's like scrambled oh. egg in it and maybe some sausage and potatoes. I hate this. Why? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I mean, it's not it's, like it's cold. It's, I don't being, want it's it served hot. I don't want it soupy. <laughs> but you would eat potato. Okay, let's let's go through I'd it. eat it dry Hold on. with hot sauce on it. Hold on. Like an adult. <laughs> would you would if i had if i were to offer you let's make a minestrone soup right now okay first we have the broth we can all agree normal broth that's fine right normal broth okay now throw in a potato you happy or sad (laughs) (laughs) i don't think minestrone has potatoes but go on they're noodles what if you had a potato piece potato in there would you be happy or sad it's like a chowder this is a bad word. I'm not winning any. I'm not winning you over with such words, <laughs> such jarring vocabulary. Potatoes are a okay in my book. Okay, in soup. What if you had a potato in a soup? That's fine. In a vegetable soup. Uh huh. Okay. What about a little bit of sausage? Are you with me still? Yeah. Peppers. Yeah. Onions. Yeah. Okay. Have you had? You've had ramen before with egg in it, right? Yeah. Okay. Now an egg fell into the soup. Are you okay with it or not? No. <laughs> I tried. That was. I thought I was going to win you over with that logic. I thought I had you. And then an egg fell in it. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> All right. I guess I'm not. I am not okay with it. No. You're not okay with it. No. Hmm, okay. Well, what if it didn't have eggs in it? What if it was just those things and that was called breakfast soup? <laughs> I don't want soup for breakfast. <laughs> you don't want anything hot for breakfast. Breakfast is does not include soup. But it's okay. Could you see how someone might find that appealing though? Like a hot bowl of I mean you you have a hot bowl of oatmeal in the morning. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, cuz I've read about like different health breakfasts that you can make with like <laughs> you rolled your <laughs> different health breakfasts well, none of them involve pancakes <laughs> <laughs> with like miso in it oh okay because i think but it, i'm I, like i don't think i could drink or uh, consume miso soup first thing in the morning it's yeah. just i'm not prepared for that i think it's just um i think it's just maybe something that culturally we've never we've just never been pointed in, pointed in that direction right because yeah it's always like breakfast is either cereal with milk or it's toast or it's there's like certain things we yeah. decided that these are the things we've agreed upon for breakfast yeah and then anything else is strange yeah 
I'm, I mean, me personally, like I can't do something like super acidic first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like it, 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 some people can have, uh, like tomato based stuff in the morning. And I, I not, yeah. I can't do that. I like my stomach is not ready for that. Yeah. At all. Like we, like for lunch today, we had, uh, Tiffany made a uh, shetsuka, which is a delicious, uh, dish of like a tomatoey spicy sauce with some eggs in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's tr- a traditional breakfast in certain parts of the world. Uh, like in Morocco, for example. But, um, we, we don't, we, we enjoy this meal, but we don't ever have it for breakfast because it's a little too much. It feels mm-hmm. for us. It just feels like a little too much for the morning. Yeah. Like even huevos is something that yeah. you make on the weekends. Like I can only eat that after I've been up. I don't know. On the weekends, like 10 o'clock is yeah. a good time. I think. Yeah. I think the earlier in the morning you get, it gets tougher to want to have certain things. Like we get up very early, uh, because of our jobs. And by very early, it's probably not that early, but for us, it's very certain early. things aren't that appealing or that early in the morning. Yeah. So this goose is apparently not ready for everything. Yeah. It's fussy, but it, the soup lives up to its standards. Yeah. So I imagine people are, maybe a family makes some kind of breakfast soup and the, in the goose, like you had an experience with a goose in the house. That lived in your house. I had an experience with a goose in the house. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's the name of your children's book. <laughs> <laughs> huh. but, uh, by goose. So I imagine some kind of like viral video of the goose grabbing the bowl and pulling it away and eating it. Yeah. Or, or like, <laughs> I don't know why this is the imagery that comes into my brain. Something very old fashioned. <laughs> but I imagine a goose in like, like a old stone house <laughs> with one of the f- fires burning in, in the fireplace, but it has like those big, like, uh, like cauldron cauldron. Yeah. And like the goose steals the cauldron, how it has that much power in its mouth and neck. I don't know, <laughs> but it does it. And that's what it's running away with. Like, that's the imagery that occurred in my brain <laughs> when you read that to me. Well, that reminds me of a story that we were told every day when growing up in Germany. And that was the goose stole the cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that story? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 do you remember that old german song the goose stole the cauldron <laughs> did the goose steal the cauldron hmm. uh yeah i was trying to think about whether or not i could do a german accent but i don't think it's worth it okay <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to headline number two because i think we've expired on our time on that one yes uh the navy invented a device to stop people from talking yeah yeah so is that like all people or just like <laughs> just like <laughs> like you need to stop talking or is this like oh, yeah. or is this like a device to stop people from like spilling military secrets oh okay interesting or maybe they just invented it i mean didn't the smartphone stop people from talking like i feel like we. Feel like <laughs> it did it did yeah <laughs> like are they try- like well, yeah i guess that's the question why are they trying to disrupt speech and people from talking or is it just a or do they just invent like a like a ball gag <laughs> i feel like a uh, tape over your mouth could have been the first place that you went kev but <laughs> let's roll with that <laughs> yeah i guess that does that's uh yeah, i'm gonna 
uh, gonna do some <laughs> calling Dr. Freud. <laughs> um, I, yeah. So it is. It is to get people to just like stop talking yeah. to each other, not like stop talking like. I'm going to get you to talk. Right. And well, then, like, that could be too. Whatever device the Navy has given the soldier is like, Mm-mm. can't make me. Mm-mm. Yeah. So maybe it is something. So if you're thinking maybe somebody that's captured like an American. Yeah. That's exactly like what a, I was imagining. Yeah. Like an American soldier captured. Yeah. And then they could, they had a device that they would stop them from being able to speak. Yeah. But wouldn't that like make the person that captured them even more enraged though? Maybe that's, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know. I mean, they're trained to to withstand things. That's true. Get That's themselves true. out of those situations. Yeah. Or maybe it's to prevent uh, talking. Is it like so people can, is it so people could concentrate? Like, is it something that is like you're at your job at the Navy, mm-hmm. whatever that is, and you're in it's so you stop talking to like your neighbors, something like that, maybe? Or I'm wondering if I can get my hands on one of those. <laughs> Wait, you work from home. I'm the only person around you while you work. <laughs> you son of a jerk. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, like out in the world. You yeah, know, there's, yeah. There's some people. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe it's more for that purposes. Like you had mentioned for like secrets. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's to disrupt secret communications or something i don't know oh okay so like maybe not necessarily like cell phone towers but like something like that like whatever sort of communication could be that they have with each other so or could be face-to-face talking though too maybe it's like a signal or something that like disrupts you from being able to speech to speech (laughs) is it on right now (laughs) (laughs) It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. So you mean it like maybe it's a device that maybe it's a hat. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I say things like that's just a peek as to what happens in my brain. <laughs> just, of course, that's it. <laughs> I just imagine someone putting picking up like a top hat. They look inside of it and there's all these like wires and stuff. They're like, oh, nothing strange there. And then put it on their head and they're like, oh my God, I couldn't talk there. What was that all about? Uh, what weird laryngitis. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> <laughs> when you go into the, to, if it is like the thing for work, like when you arrive at work, you have to put on like your like the navy it's not like the navy hat like a like a um I don't know, what is that called the classic navy hat and you know what i mean right like a navy hat <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it has a particular name but you know what i'm talking about it's not like a top hat it's not like a baseball cap it's like a navy it's a hat navy- of course. The Navy cap. You're not going to wear a baseball hat. The Navy hat. 
It's the wrong venue. The wrong. You're wearing the wrong hat for the occasion. Excuse me, Thompson. Is that your cowboy hat? No, sir. It's my Navy hat. Uh, you seem to be mistaken. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear you because your lips are moving, but I don't hear anything because you're wearing your Navy hat. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that thing, that hat, that maybe when you put that on at work, it stops you from talking. <laughs> gosh what a long way to go for that huh uh, yay. navy hat <laughs> is it a navy beret i don't know what that is uh, nope i don't know what it is is i don't I, I don't know if it has a particular name yeah does it we'll look it up later uh, we'll look it up later yeah. that sounds like a good idea <laughs> Um, all right. You want to do headline number three? <laughs> sure. Headline number three, magician turned burglar taunts police. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying earlier that you love, you have, not you love magic, but you have a, you have a appreciation for the sleight of handness of it all? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. See, I can't do it. So therefore it's, it's yeah. interesting that's other people have figured it out have figured out that um sort of i don't know if psychology is right but i think there's an element of that mm-hmm. in there there's a certain understanding of what blind spots sort of the brain has yeah kind of in your ability to th- sort of exploit that yeah it's kind of interesting yeah but it's also i feel like with magic or illusions it takes so much time and energy to perfect these things and why not do something better <laughs> not, not, not like other than magic you know what i mean like it's like you're spending all the time on, on an illusion like like couldn't like a company use you for like research or designing something for the navy that makes people stop talking like there's so many things that you could probably be doing with this knowledge right that's, right that's more useful yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah, because clearly, clearly you have uh, uh, all the things that good employers would look for. Uh, strong devotion to something. Time management. Time management, follow through. Uh, Attention to detail. Uh, yeah, ability to communicate with people. These are all great attributes. Yeah, you, you like to think outside the box and sometimes make it disappear. <laughs> it's great. Sometimes you saw that box in half. Yeah, and is somehow the person inside is still okay. I don't know. <laughs> are there two people? I don't know. And sometimes with these people, it's all smoke and mirrors. I, mean, yeah. I don't know what's... You what's know. I don't know. You're, you're great at working with a team. <laughs> That's true. And also uh, individuality. Yeah, this you is know? great. Magicians are the best employees. I think but that's what we're finding. But they're wasting their time on lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that, uh, you know, Neil Patrick Harris spent all that time in medical school as Doogie Hauser, and then also had a second career as a magician. And now he acts sometimes. Did he really? Was he a magician? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you know. <laughs> I was making a joke, but yeah, he yeah, he really does do magic, Neil Patrick Harris. Like oh. he is part of I think he's like on that committee in California for that magic house. Oh, okay, okay. That castle, magic castle. 
Sorry, wrong venue. <laughs> you I guess it's mo- more of a castle. Would you put on, take off your magic crown and put on your magic <laughs> navy hat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Jack of all trades. He should have, yeah, you know, instead of being a doctor, he should have, he should have spent more time doctoring and less time magicianing. Yeah. That kid could have been something. Yeah. Waste his life, Doogie. Yeah. Doogie. You douche. Uh, so, so how, how would a magician, how would a magician taunt police? I mean, he's a burglar now. He right. switched careers. Clearly. Everyone, it's never too late to switch careers. <laughs> I think is the important right. takeaway from right. this, right? You got to follow your heart. You know, you, if you, if you, if you, if your job is something that you're passionate about, it's like you never go to work. Right. Yeah. It's like you just, (laughs) you just steal. But maybe I think it's a situation where they can't quite catch the person because they're able to get in and out of places. They can taunt them on the security cameras and get in and out Mm -hmm. and then poof, they're gone. Yeah. Using all those smokes and mirrors that probably brought with them in a small bag, but somehow holds a lot of things. (laughs) It's like a Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. A Chris Angel bag. Yeah. What about Chris Angel recast as Mary Poppins? That's terrible. That would be frightening. Yeah. That would be horrifying. Yeah. David Blaine, not as doesn't have the charisma, David Blaine. What about Joe Bluth? <laughs> <laughs> now there. Now there is There's a charismatic a magician. showman right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. He's the guy. <laughs> Are there any, there must be, like, every time I think of a magician, I th- I'm thinking of, like, a white guy. Like, is there anybody, like, are there any women that do magic? I've never seen that before, I don't think. I don't know. It probably is more of a gentleman's calling. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think the the women, I, I mean, I can only picture, like, a male magician yeah. and a a a lady like an assistant assistant right she's usually one that gets caught in half tiffany listen i love you listen i would be willing to get cut in half for you if you want to start doing magic together i don't want to do that okay no is it you don't want to cut me or you don't want to do magic I don't want to cut you. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be clear. I just wanted to be And clear. I also don't want to do magic. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, okay. I did have cards once. Like cards that teach you how to do magic tricks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have them? No. Oh. Well, you did say you had them. So I guess you could have implied that you didn't have Past them Past tense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. So maybe, maybe the burglar uses their assistant as part of the scheme as well. Oh, maybe there's a doppelganger. Absolutely. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the part of the illusion. Interesting. Yeah, Tiffany, maybe is this your card? Maybe the magician is the assistant. Oh my word. Maybe the magician is the assistant who is also a police officer who's taunting their own coworkers. Oh my god. As a police officer, but is also the magician who is also the assistant. Tiffany, you just mind freaked me. What? kevin one of these headlines is real yeah so one of these is a real story that we were just horsing around about 
Okay, so we've got a fussy goose who fussy. steals breakfast soup, fussy? whatever that is. Fussy goose. We I think we talked about what it is, and you don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, the Navy invented a device to stop people from talking. Yes, and a magician turned burglar is taunting police. Burglar. <laughs> Why I said it like that? <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to start sounding like Tom Brokaw on the okay, show. That's yeah, what, that's where I was going with that. Okay. Well, I can't wait to uh, hear more of that attempted voice at a later date (laughs) (laughs) something to look forward to (laughs) so which one tiffany do you think is real i think it's it's probably the most obvious one based on your expression and how i can read you and your mind to tell me the truth without me saying it out loud is it the fuzzy goose So, you, Tiffany, you think the fussy goose is the real headline? It's not. What's <laughs> breakfast soup? I don't know. I made it up. <laughs> I thought of breakfast soup the other day. <laughs> and I also knew you would find it as an abomination. <laughs> I knew you would be. I knew, I knew breakfast soup would make you immediately disgusted, but not to the point you'd want to vomit. Because sometimes there's, a, there's a, lot, a lot of wiggle room there. <laughs> I like that you came up with a food group that would disgust me and I came up with one albeit it exists that would really excite you right right Uh, well what does that say about us I'm sorry Tiffany (laughs) you know I love you nothing personal (laughs) is it the Navy inventing a device um let me check yes that's the real that's the real (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> so what's their head called, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear more about this. Yes. So this is a uh, yeah. So the Navy invented a device to prevent people from talking. This is from biznewspost.com. Uh, it says the Navy filed. Uh, these are some bullet points before the article. Uh, the Navy filed a patent for a device that makes it difficult for most people to speak. The device repeats anything a speaker says milliseconds after it's said, disrupting the person's concentration. Oh, that's the worst. It's yeah. like when you're on a, a WebEx call and you have like an echo. Right. And it's, yeah, it's it really does kind of mess with you. Right. The device is one of many types of non-lethal weapons designed to affect people without seriously injuring or killing them. That's brilliant. It is, actually. We have some very smart people in our armed forces. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for your service. Uh, the U.S. Navy is invented. The U.S. Navy has invented a new device to prevent people from speaking. One that people with siblings may recognize instantly. <laughs> <laughs> the handheld acoustic hailing and disruption device records a person's speech and spits it back out, disrupting their concentration and discouraging them from speaking further. Although an interesting and very familiar concept, it's unlikely this tech will ever see the battlefield. The handheld acoustic hailing and disruptive, it's uh, A-H-A-D is what it's uh, acronym, uh, was developed by engineers at Naval Service Warfare Crane Division, a Navy research and development facility in Indiana that develops handheld and crew serve weapons for service. The patent... Uh, New Scientist reports, was issued in 2019, but was only discovered this year. 
the patent describes the system like this. According to an illustrative embodiment of the present disclosure, a target's speech is directed back to them twice, once immediately and once after a short delay. This delay creates delayed auditory feedback, or DAF, which alters the speaker's normal perception of their own voice. In normal speech, a speaker hears their own words with a slight delay, and the body has become accustomed to this feedback. But introducing another audio feedback source with a sufficiently long delay, the speaker's concentration is disruptive, and it becomes difficult to continue speaking. Wow crazy huh yeah absolutely uh the the patent filing even includes a link to a video which describes the process uh and it says anyone familiar with a brother and sister will recognize this technology right away uh is basically a computerized sibling repeating whatever the speaker says immediately after he or she says it in a funny or disturbing voice uh yeah it's almost a little maddening too yeah yeah so I think that would be something interesting for, um, like, I don't know, like, cause this is more of like a handheld device. So I don't know what the, as far as combat goes, if you were to sort of broadcast it, could you somehow broadcast it so people wouldn't be able to talk to each other on the battlefield and disrupt plans and that kind of thing. Right. I guess that it's probably the idea of it being employed yeah. uh, as more in that realm, as opposed to like some kind of torture thing which could be used for that too, be really super annoying Mm -hmm. uh, if somebody was like a prisoner or something but that might also get into some ethical things too when it comes to how you treat prisoners i don't know if you're how far you're able to go with that kind of stuff that's really outside of my realm of knowledge but um for combat you know being able to disrupt the communication between people uh, might be something that could give us a a leg up in in, in a combat situation so Yeah. yeah and that's great how cool. Yeah, pretty interesting. That's a that's a really great article. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. Thanks. <laughs> it's absolutely not a hat. <laughs> we airdropped all these hats over the combatants. We took houses. it a lot further. We were like, it's intercepting brain waves and its ability to function properly, of course. <laughs> no, just an annoying robot. that's all it is that's all it is that's all it is well great job eh? this was a lot of fun great job Kev yeah so thanks for listening everybody if you want to uh, keep the fun going on social media between now and our next episode you can do so at the following locations Uh, on Facebook and Instagram we are Fake Headlines Podcast and over on Twitter we are at Fake Head Pod you can always email us at Fake Headlines Podcast at gmail.com yep or you can listen to our shows and at Fake Headlines Podcast.com along with other locations such as Apple and Google and all those fun podcast repositories yeah speaking of apple if you would like to go on to apple podcast and leave us a five-star review maybe say a few nice things you don't have to say anything but if you leave the five stars it's a really great way to get our podcast out there um grows its popularity and maybe we could do a bit more with the show yeah so whatever you can do to help we certainly appreciate that and also wanted to mention if you go to our Instagram page, you just look on Instagram, look up Fake Headlines Podcast. Uh, we have a link in bio there, which will link you to some exciting offers for our listeners, including one for Grove Collective. And uh, there's also some stuff on there for our sponsors, our friends, such as Kitty Box Press. So check it out. Yeah. 
Um, and as always, if you could tell your fake friends, your real friends, uh, your friends that you, you want to be friends with any, anyone out there, uh, future friends, if you want to tell them about our podcast and, uh, spread the word, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much guys. And we will see you next time. (laughs) Bye.